1: And welcome once again, everybody, into the NFL Mocks Podcast. Uh, Jake Shavink here as one of your hosts, and with me as always, Nate Williamson. How's it going, my man?
0: Oh, not too bad. Uh, just another day. You know, it's all good in the life. It's all good in the life.
1: Yeah, we're getting close to the holiday season. Well, we are in holiday season, really, at yeah, this true. point, which isn't always nice. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner, really. we got nine days, so... Always a good time, uh, Christmas insane. and New Year's it doesn't feel yeah. like it can be there already. It's flown by this this football season really has. So no kidding, which is kind of unfortunate because you know, already missing college football Saturdays, mm-hmm. like nobody's business. But obviously, you know there's a couple uh, weeks yet to come, and we got bowl games coming up and and all that good stuff. So. Should be fun still, but yeah, football season is winding down for me. It's going to yeah. be
0: absolutely agonizing. I finally have teams playing where I want them to play. So,
1: yeah, Nate. If, if for those who don't understand completely, Nate is an LSU fan, and they will be playing in the national semifinal uh, against Oklahoma.
0: I'm scared,
1: and I don't think you have to be scared of Oklahoma.
0: I'm still scared.
1: I understand that. I get it. I get it.
0: Less miles, it, PTSD.
1: Less miles PTSD, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting, nonetheless. A lot of lot of LSU prospects in that game,
0: no kidding. uh,
1: One way or another, and we'll probably be getting to a few of those um, coming up here. But first, first and foremost, uh, obviously NFL still playing while college is taking some time off, other than Army Navy Saturday. So I don't know if you saw that, Nate. You did see that.
0: Yeah, I got to watch that. I make a point to watch that every year.
1: That is really fun. Two teams who enjoy running the option, you know, wishbone, all that kind of, all that good stuff and yeah, it's fun. Navy's quarterback is actually wow.
0: really good. Like not really good, but like way he's, better than you would normally think.
1: He's a really shifty player yeah. and he's got some juice um, you know, when he explodes into open space. So
0: And it's worth think, mentioning, thanks to President Donald Trump's new measure they're going to be allowed to kind of not forego the military service because for those of you that don't know, if you go to a military academy, you have to serve or you have to pay back
1: your tuition, which has right. been a
0: problem for professional athletes in the past.
1: Yeah, But now they issues. can push
0: it backwards and come back to it.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool that it gives at least some of these guys a shot to play in the league. Right. Um, There was one guy, now I can't think of his name. Oh, shoot. He, play, he, was, he was drafted by the Ravens. Shoot, I can't think of his name. We'll have to, to um maybe look that up uh, in a minute here, but uh yeah, I the Navy quarterback's got some moves. I, he's going to some All-Star game. I right. don't remember which. It might be the Shrine Bowl. It's the Shrineer. Right. It's the Shrineer the NFLPA, but he's going to one of them should be a lot of fun to watch there. We'll see if position swapping comes up. I mean, for him it's, you know, he's thrown like what, I think 79 passes this year. Yeah. Probably he could be he there. could be a fun running back though. He's got some got some good traits. Um, Especially yeah, fun if you game. just
0: want to randomly throw the ball with your running back, you know.
1: Yeah, that's true also. Yeah. Want to break out that halfback pass? He's yeah. got you. Run he's the triple you. option?
0: Perfectly fine with him.
1: Sounds like he's a great fit with Baltimore. Just yeah, saying. no kidding. If you just, you know, you want some you want another great running back in there and just, you know, not throw it ever, but hey, <laughs> Um, They might not have to. So it's it's gotten that crazy for the Ravens. And they dominated on Thursday and and all that. So, yeah, Army-Navy, great football game. Um, Navy finally getting back to their winning ways against Army. Boo. That was fun. That was fun, though. Yeah, it was fun. Fun game. Always a treat. Um, So, yeah, one, like I said, NFL finished up uh, this past um, weekend. Well, I guess it's not finished yet because we got Indy and New Orleans playing tonight. Yeah, um, it ain't
0: finished. Hold up.
1: It's not finished, <laughs> and the Saints uh, could get to 11-3 and three, joining their friends San Francisco, Seattle, and Green Bay um, all at the top. Wild year um, for the top of the NFC. Um, so yeah, it should be a fun game tonight. Um, Nate, what's one thing you learned uh, from Week 15 in the NFL?
0: Well, I think just bringing it back to the fact that San Francisco lost. I mean, the NFL is just insane. It's literally insane. We finally have somebody to challenge or maybe overtake the Patriots in the AFC. That's a really fun situation right now. And then as well, the NFC South is competitive, as we expected. The NFC North has a lot of storylines. Even over in the AFC, a lot of teams are developing and coming along. The NFL, it's struggled a little bit with some controversy, but in terms of out on the field play it's hard to argue that it could be better than what it is right now it's getting better and better and crazier and crazier
1: yeah it's been a lot of fun this season there's i mean atlanta's got wins against new orleans and san francisco now both on right. the road
0: and that team could so, have been really good but they were not
1: for the majority of the year yeah it's true do you think dan quinn keeps his job now
0: oh it's hard that's a really tough situation uh yeah, I, I think he probably does. It really depends on the relationship he has with the owners I don't know a whole lot about. But new stadium, a lot of attractiveness to free agents and some young players that could really make some moves. They just got to get healthy. They really got fire your trainer, not your coach.
1: Yeah, seriously. I mean, Keanu Neal, once again, getting hurt is so a big sad. loss for them. So sad. Corner fire position hasn't trainer. been the best. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah, fire the trainer, maybe. <laughs> But they've they've turned it around slightly, and that's kind of hurt their draft position a little bit. I think they're like twelfth now. Yeah, which is weird because they've been in the single digits basically all year long. So, I mean, it it's not gonna it's not necessarily gonna kill them. I mean, they've got a couple games left that they could you know go down a peg. But yeah, a really wild weekend. Um, seeing Atlanta win, Julio went absolutely ballistic in that game. Mm-hmm. Very fun to watch and. It, you know, it was interesting to watch, you know, those last two plays at the goal line. So, yeah, without a doubt, craziness. We talked about Julio not scoring. Then he goes and scores two touchdowns.
0: There he goes.
1: Wild, wild game. My fantasy um, team was happy. Mine, too. Mine, too, with Julio on it. Big week for me. Julio, Kenyon, Drake. We had a good week I I mean, in, one, in one and league. I had Adams Aaron Jones too, as well. So I was I was cool. Yep, I I had a nice week in one of my leagues at least. But but yes, uh, fantasy aside, yeah. So Nate said that, you know, it's NFL still wild as ever. Very true. It's going to be a wild final two weeks to see where the NFC positions itself um, in terms of seeding. So my thing I learned uh, from week 15 is just rookie wide receivers. They have been just a treat to watch this year um, from... You know, even Hollywood Brown has gotten some, you know, some playing time for the Ravens, and he's he's had a pretty decent season. Obviously, I'm talking about my man Terry McLaurin. What a player. Took what another one. Man, he took another big play to the house against Philly. Two great games against the Eagles secondary, which, I mean, people are doing that week in and week out, but it's nice to see, you know, he's like one of their only threats on that team, and it doesn't matter. He's still producing. Played well against Green Bay. I was at that game. Great one-handed catch in the end zone late. Mm -hmm. I mean he's he just does it all. He's great release, you know, he's got the speed obviously, but he's a really good route runner, and that's you know, something that we often, you know, don't say wow at because we're so wowed by speed and you know, one-handed catches, all that stuff nowadays. But he's playing well. AJ Brown playing really well too. You know, Metcalf obviously in Seattle, that was a great fit. Debo's had some good weeks. You know, Nikhil's getting more snaps in, in New England now. And it that rookie class is starting to get, you know, it's really good. I don't know what you think about that.
0: No, I agree. I think we knew coming out of last year that that was a really deep receiver class. I mean, that's what we talked about a lot. Even going down the wire to the senior bowl, those guys that came yeah. out in the later rounds were insanely talented. So.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, and I think the biggest thing is, yeah, it was, it was the depth of the class. There weren't maybe those elite wide receiver one types necessarily, but there were so many guys who, you know, were wide receiver twos are just really role players that fit so well in certain spots. And I think there's a lot of guys who have gotten into good spots. I mean, A.J. Brown and McLaurin are both really talented and they've succeeded. A.J. Brown in a place where wide receivers have gone to die in previous in previous mm-hmm. seasons. So, And McLaurin, obviously, with the Redskins, they're pretty dysfunctional right now, but he's still producing. So just it's been a lot of fun to watch those guys play, and I'm excited. You know, I I don't like the Patriots at all. That's pretty clear to most people. But to see Nikhil Harry getting more snaps now down the stretch will be interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. But another deep class coming up this year as well in the wide receiver core, and in general, honestly. Might not have a lot of that, like, top-tier kind of thing. We talked about a little bit of a drop-off, but... Nonetheless, it's going to be fun for some teams.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a fun receiver class, and I can't wait for our, probably one entire show where we're going to do that for an hour and break down an entirety of a receiving class. I'm um, super down. But I think we might hold off on those until January 20th, which is when everybody is, has to declare by, and so you, the, the class is defined at that point. There's no second-guessing, you know, guys returning, guys deciding not to return and go, all that stuff, so... Mm-hmm. But it should be fun. This is going to be a class that we're probably going to talk about for a long time uh, after this season, this draft season anyway. So, with that said, um, let's move forward into the main uh, portion of this podcast today is going to be fixing the Oakland Raiders. Well, I guess they're not Oakland Raiders anymore now, are they, Nate? Rip. Rip to Oakland. Uh, it's going to be the Las Vegas Raiders now. Um, it's going to be different. I don't know if I like that different. I don't think I'm going to ever get used to saying it. I don't like that. Like don't get Oakland, me wrong.
0: Like, Vegas is great, Yeah. but that team belongs in Oakland.
1: And it's just, it feels like, at, at least in California, I know they were the LA Raiders for some time as well. Right. It's just like, the oh, Raiders not being in California is just weird. It's weird. And it's like, we haven't really, we haven't seen that relocation in our lifetime that's like, new completely new because obviously the Rams right. going back they've been there before right so that's not necessarily I mean it is for St. Louis and I'm not it diminishing that bunch, for them but
0: it wasn't the same it's not the
1: same. yeah it's not the same because they've been in LA before and you can tell there's still a huge presence of LA Rams fans I think out right there. no doubt. so and the Chargers I guess maybe but it's still the same state so it doesn't feel like once again not diminishing San Diego but like they still feel like they're kind of the San Diego Chargers. I heart. mean
0: California is like one big section of interstate except for the far extremities of it
1: so right. So it's just it that move didn't feel as as crazy and if, if we get a London team that's gonna shake yeah, like gonna the foundation sense. of everything I think but we're not one there more yet
0: thing that's like weird that makes it so weird is you have such a passionate fan base in Oakland.
1: yeah. No
0: doubt and, about it. And I it. think that's probably the biggest
1: reason that I'm like,
0: yeah, that sucks.
1: <laughs> it really does. And I feel for those fans of the black hole. I wish they'd gotten the proper send-off yesterday. Right. They, they didn't. They left
0: it in the worst <sighs> possible
1: way. It's just they had the game won. You know, the thing was in control for them, and they let it slip, and they lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It was not twenty to 16. For the brand. It really no. was not. Kicker's uh, not having a good day. No, it was, it was rough. So yeah, feel, feel bad for the Oakland Raiders fans out there, but hopefully, you know, still be able to root for your team. Vegas will be a lot more interesting now because you can go down there, bet football games, then just pop over for a Raiders game, True, which is going to be weird, but also I feel like there won't, it won't, you know, obviously there's games where, you know, fans of other teams go to just to visit the, the stadium. I feel like there could be 32 fan bases in that stadium every week.
0: Yeah, they really could, honestly. You know?
1: So it might just be another place weird away
0: uh, games. Like I, yeah. I feel like fans will travel well there.
1: Oh, I, I completely agree. I think it's a great travel spot. Especially the AFC West, obviously. Right. You know, and teams that are out there already will be like, Oh, like, you know, if Arizona's in, in Las Vegas, people ah, four hours, let's do it, you know? Be a really also, interesting place. Kind of on the
0: bright side. I mean, we're about to rebuild these teams and whichever mock draft yeah. you look at it takes a different approach, but at the same time, there's some names on here that Oakland fans or Vegas fans, excuse me, or both, depending on yeah. where you fall on that, are going to be like, oh, hell yeah.
1: I Yeah, I think we both took kind of a different approach to this mock that we did, and it, it, it'll be fun. I think Raiders fans, hopefully, that listen. I know there's one guy. I think I'm going to do this every week, Nate. I'm going to tweet out, you know, first person responded, fix your team will fix your team because it shows that people are interacting and listening and want to hear us talk about their team, which is humbling. I'm a fan. So, yeah, uh, Zach got to us first on Twitter, said fix the Raiders. We're fixing the Raiders. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, so the Raiders, real quick before we start this mock, uh, two first-round picks are both top 20 now, both in between 10 and 20 at the moment. Um, a lot of that's going to be determined still by how the Bears finish and how the Raiders finish since they have the Bears' first-round pick, thanks to Khalil Mack. Uh, They also have three third-round picks, Nate. No second-rounder, but three third-rounders.
0: That's a nice place to sit. It is. Especially this year because of, like I mentioned earlier, a little bit of a drop-off about partway through. I mean, three first-round picks is great, but are there that many first-round players that fit your system? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean... Again, yeah, I think the third round is going to be interesting. Will they package any of those to move up to round two for a guy? Possibly. Probably. There's all those things going through ahead, and obviously they have two day two picks as well, one in the fourth, one in the seventh. Um, so, yeah, seven picks. Kind of, you know, looks like a traditional, but when you break down the the, the pick numbers, it's not at all. So could be fun. Um, Nate, you want to go first? you want me to go first at 12? It's up to uh,
0: you. We should flip a coin.
1: Okay. Um I don't have a coin but I have a business card I'm gonna flip here. Flip your business card. Alright. How it works side is you, clear side uh, is is me. Bet. It landed how it works. You're going first. You wanna do uh, both first round picks?
0: Uh yeah, why not? Because they're right. a pair. I mean yeah, they're they're go ahead. a
1: pair. Yeah, well, okay. They'll be paired f- for a long time, you know, yeah, good or yeah. bad. It's Hopefully. that's just how it's gonna be. <laughs> you know? Okay. Well,
0: with my first pick with pick twelve, uh Henry Ruggs actually was the one that was available. So I took Henry Ruggs third. He's really, really freakishly fast. Obviously, we've seen that. He's not just a speedster, but the reason I paired him together, he's a typical Gruden kind of football guy. He's got that speed, but you can tell out there he knows what he's doing. And, I mean, with your main passing options, Hunter Renfro's look great, Darren Waller's look great, and you pair him with Henry Ruggs, that's going to be a lot of fun and the potential for a big play.
1: Yeah, I think with Henry Ruggs, I think that's the pairing we're going to be talking about a lot up to the draft. I just mm-hmm. think that speed and the Raiders need so much help with the receiver position right now. I like, like you said, I like what Renfro is in the slot. I love both their tight ends, including Foster Moreau. So they've got two tight ends. Yeah, it's about time they fix, you know, something on the outside. And Ruggs, one thing I think Gruden will love is that he attacks uh, as a blocker. Right. When When trying to help his receivers get, you know, spring big plays, so that's something Gruden will like, that toughness and that, you know, willingness to block, too.
0: Yeah, definitely, and then, uh, well, actually, we're going to talk a little bit, when you make your pick, about somebody that I would have liked to have had, but was gone every single time I did this.
1: Was he but, really? So, yeah. All right, so we'll get to with it. With number
0: 18, that would have been my number 12 pick. But with number 18, oh, I went okay. ahead and took uh, Javon Kinlaw. He can move around that line there and work with guys that you already like, like Cleveland Pharrell, Max Crosby. He'll slot in pretty nicely into the system, and pass rush is something that they really need. If Derek Carr is the guy for them, right, he's going to need a great run game and a great defense. Because right now, he looks like he could maybe <laughs> win a Super Bowl, but... He doesn't look like he's going to be able to carry a team to a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, he looked like it that one year they won 12 and four under Jack Del Rio. It was like, oh, Derek Carr, he's, you know, he's growing into this excellent franchise quarterback. And then it's kind of been back down to earth for him. And so, like you said, who knows, maybe this is this move to Vegas. And, you know, they may be thinking a little bit ahead to 2021 looking at their guy. I'm sure, you know, probably which guy I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence for those who didn't catch that. Um Yeah. So they could be looking there. But yeah, I think Javon Kinlaw is again, he's gonna love these tough guys that, you know, have played all four years. You know, Kinlaw's gonna be a senior bowl guy. Um, like you said, pass rush, I his bend at, for his size, you know, to be able to sit at three technique and do that is is pretty special. Yeah, move him around with guys they got PJ Hall and Maurice Hurst on that D line now. Get some more influx of pass rush talent there. That that could be fun. I and like those your two. pairing. I like so I love this pairing. And here's what I did I decided not to go receiver with either of these two picks just because I like the depth of this class. And we'll get to my receiver picks because I double dipped in the third round. You'll see that in a few minutes here. But at 12, I went Christian Fulton, uh, corner from LSU, another senior bowl guy. Another guy, I he's so good in man coverage, and the Raiders need help at corner. They traded away Gary and Conley, a former first-rounder. This, this is a team in dire need of help at corner, so as, that's where I attacked first. Um, yeah, like I said, sticky and man coverage, pretty good the line of scrimmage, good ball skills down the field. As long as he get ca- gets caught looking at the quarterback a little bit down the field sometimes, but I've seen him sort of improve in that area since the Texas game. Uh, just one game I saw that concern a little bit, but I, I think he's undeniably cornerback two in this class right now.
0: Right. Yeah, I can see that. The next guy I really like.
1: Yeah, this is, again, this guy was number five or six on my preseason big board because I freaking love him. Dylan Moses, uh, linebacker from Alabama. Maybe a little early, depending on what you think about the linebacker position uh, in this upcoming class. Obviously, Isaiah Simmons probably won't get to this point. Um, But Dylan Moses, I mean, towards ACL uh, before the season started, but still could enter the draft. Um, his range and his speed is, you know, for a guy like built like he is, is super impressive. Great player downhill, but great range. He could he ran down some pretty elite players in the last game he played against Clemson. Um, yeah, just all around great linebacker, and he's probably gonna get compared to like Mosley and guys like that. I'm gonna have to find a, a comp I like. I don't know any yet. Again, gonna go back and watch him if he declares. Um, but if he does, I think he's a first-round pick, and and the Raiders should do this based on what they have at linebacker right now. Right, right. Well,
0: coming back over, we're going to skip the second round, as we mentioned, and yeah, just head to the third.
1: Yeah, because there are no picks, unfortunately. Right,
0: because you can't make picks with picks you don't have.
1: Yep. Yes, sir. Although, never mind.
0: Anyway, we're going to go right <laughs> back over Kenny Willickis. I think that's how you say that name. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure I don't know. You said. It, it it cannot be Willeeks.
1: You say Willex? Is how you said it? Willex. Willex? See, Will-e-kus. I don't. I don't know. Willex. Willex. We need to get draft prospects interviewed on this so we can clear up some names. Cause this I need is just, names. This is rough for both of us.
0: It's like the SpongeBob episode where they're running around inside of SpongeBob's head and they can't remember his name. Oh yeah,
1: name, name. Somebody, I got nothing on a name. But oh, oh, yeah, I, I
0: really like him as a prospect, and he's someone that I've kept an eye on all year, specifically because at the beginning of the year, I think a lot of people kind of didn't really have an eye on him. And he's impressive and an experienced guy, and I think he could slot in well. He's got a mind for the game, and that's something, obviously, we know Gruden will appreciate. And he's a hard worker, so I think that's something else that'll make him popular with this staff.
1: Yeah, Gruden loves those lunch pail guys. That's what... Kenny reminds me of is another one of those lunch pill guys coming coming to work every day and just and just, just work your tail off. And he definitely reminds you of that kind of player.
0: So back over to yours. Oh, you're gonna do okay. We can yeah, ask. we might as well. All
1: right, let's do that. All right, there's so three here's them, so. yeah, there's three. I'll go here. Wide receiver. I went with Gabe Davis uh, out of UCF. I think he's a better route runner than he's giving credit for obviously another guy who's declared for the draft now officially. Um, I think he's good. He, he's been good vertically this year for UCF. He's been their their dynamic playmaker in the passing game. And, it, you know, watching him like toast a guy like Paulson Adebo this year was really, um, I think it was important to see how he did against that type of competition just because, again, UCF sometimes doesn't draw the best corners in the AAC. So it was good to see him do that. I think, you know, Like I said, skill set-wise, they need someone vertical, and and I know Nate took Rugs on the first, but I think you're getting someone pretty impactful in Davis here in the third.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely feel that, and kind of one of the things I was thinking of, the first time I did this mock, I actually went and waited until the third to take a wide receiver, but... The second time I did it, I was like, okay, I got my feel. We're going to go with this. Christian Fulton was gone, and it just messed my whole thing up. So I decided to do something yeah. a little different, a little more fun. But And this is another reminiscent reminder of that I went for a little bit of fun. There's they been did. a lot of questions about whether Derek Carr is the guy to lead this Raiders team or – If they're going to look elsewhere, maybe if you're kind of in between as a coaching staff, you want to give Derek a shot with some more, you know, better role players around him. He doesn't have a whole lot of support and they've been injury plagued as well. You could probably take a flyer on a third round quarterback, right? If Gardner Minshew has proven one thing to me, quarterback competition is awesome for a team.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think you can take a chance. And I was, okay, so I had this mixed up. I thought at least Tankathon said the Raiders had a six round pick. Mock draft machine says they don't. So that was kind of disappointing cuz I was going to do exactly what you did and get a late round quarterback but didn't do it. Right. So but like I said, I agree I think at this point, you know, you, Gruden's got to decide if Derek Carr is it or not and I just don't feel like he is. I don't know. I I like the idea of taking a guy like Hertz here makes sense to me anyway. Yeah,
0: and that's that's kind of the move I thought. I took Jalen Hurts, and it could potentially help both answers to that question. If if Derek Carr is the guy, then you have a dependable backup. You can kind of bring up yeah. behind him. Carr's still pretty young, so you won't obviously want to hold on to him as your next franchise, and you probably won't be able to if he's any good or worth that. But it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of competition.
1: Yeah, like you said, I think having a backup that's you know serviceable is something that some teams don't even pay attention to. And that's not good because, you know, again, people get hurt in this game and you, you got to find somebody next man up mentality to fill it. So right. Hertz is intriguing in Oakland. I think, yeah, that would that would be intriguing with Gruden. I think I think he'll like him, though, because, again, Hertz is a fantastic character guy, character guy, right? great intangibles, leadership's there. Like, I feel like there's no way Gruden, if Gruden has him in the building for an interview that he won't like immediately be like, man, that guy's awesome.
0: Derek Carr leads the Raiders to a playoff appearance next season and gets injured. Who's the oh man to step gosh. up? Jalen Hurts. That's the got experience, experience to do
1: so. Oh man. That would be that would be pretty cool. You um, couldn't write a better you know storyline. Maybe not. Maybe not.
0: And then he gets traded.
1: And then he gets traded. Oh man. To
0: the Oklahoma expansion team.
1: Jalen Hurts technically doing a Nick Foles since it's in the pros. Fair point. And not in college. That's but a good point. But now if someone if someone in college does it, then it's a Jalen Hurts. So we, yeah, right. I get Jalen Hurts right. is doing is, yeah. Anyway, your we're, next we're pick I like as
0: well. I really like this guy. And not only for why that ability, is that character
1: wise? Why is that Nate? Because he plays for LSU. Raw, <laughs> <I'm> go Tigers! <laughs> but go yeah, Duggers. I double dipped at receiver in the third round just because again I didn't get someone like Rugs. It was a tough decision to be honest, but I wanted to improve that Oakland defense first. Um, I went Justin Jefferson here. I yeah, I I've, I've slowly come around to Jefferson as a playmaker. I way high points the ball is excellent. I think he's gotten a lot better as a route runner. His release has looked a lot cleaner uh down the stretch this season, so and he's doing it against SEC talent, which I don't there might not be a better place to do it. So no. again, I think Jefferson's a well-rounded player and a guy you can throw in the perimeter, you can throw him in the slot just to, you know to move him around is something intriguing for this team and again I know they don't get into a lot of three wide receiver sets at times you know with the two tight ends they have but having Jefferson out there like I said as a guy in the red zone maybe to go up and high point it but again he's he can separate too so well-rounded player I think Oakland gets like I said another hard-nosed player Nate said character-wise pretty good too
0: right and coming back over here to Cameron Dantzler is who I take with the third third round pick try saying that three times fast He's a retro junior, I think. Yeah, out of Mississippi State. He's about 6'2". He's a little bit kind of... What's the word I'm looking for here? Is it is it mean to call someone spindly? Like, that's like...
1: I don't... Wait. Now I'm trying to remember what that... He's
0: thin-limbed. He, he's got thin limbs. Like, oh, he's pretty so he's lean. Right. There you go. That's a good word. That's a lot of Doesn't, less have,
1: doesn't have the biggest frame? Is that what you're looking for, maybe? Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know.
0: And I mean, that's There's vicious, plenty of things. But... I think that also kind of works to his advantage. There's a lot to like about him. He's played actually a couple other positions. I don't know if you knew this, but he's only been at the corner position for two full
1: seasons. That's longer than that's longer, really than or about as long as Trayvon Diggs. So right, interesting.
0: And he's got a lot of tools that if you can sharpen, kind of hone them, then taking him here in the late third round, no problem with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, yeah, I, he's like six two, isn't he? I think. Yeah. And
0: yeah, only okay. about
1: 185. Yeah, again. So, again, you add some frame to him a little bit. You know, he's a physical player. I Yeah. I think at this point he's one of the better corners this late in the third for sure. Right. Which know. you
0: had to address the defense. That is 100% yeah.
1: for sure. I, I agree. I think you had to address the defense. And you finally got them a corner. So that was right. the first corner Nate gets them. And apparently, my theme was to double dip at a bunch of positions in this draft for the Raiders. Yeah, notice that because I did it again here. I took another corner. I just I went down their depth chart, Nate, and man, it is rough at corner. Right, like it is rough. It,
0: it is. Oh, it definitely is.
1: So rough. So I took Damon Arnett um, with my third pick in the third round. I think he's you know overshadowed obviously by Akuda and Sean Wade. I think he's gotten a lot better though uh, this season. Came back for his senior year. Um, I think that was a good decision for him. So, again, I'm excited to see him, you know, at the All Star Games, um, you know, coming up soon. So he should be fun to watch there. And, and like I said, I think he he's got some traits that that I like as a cover corner. Um, mm-hmm. but, and again, another senior guy who's been there a while. I think Gruden's gonna like those guys, character guys. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. Damon Arnett pairing with Fulton. I like that.
0: And we move on to the fourth. Ooh Nate, I like this. I love this. This would I be fun. Love it. I this think would this would be, be a amazing kind of like big 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 grab for them and it's coming out of Alabama. You know, you already got one impressive Alabama guy on your running back staff and we're taking Najee Harris here in the fourth. It it is what I wrote in our doc, which it's like It is the boom to the finesse of Josh Jacobs. This dude's. I
1: don't know. I'll tell you what. Josh Jacobs got a little boom himself. Yeah, you might have boom and boom. Does,
0: I mean, you could call this the Legion of like fast boom because like these guys are both like fast. They're shifty. They can catch. They can run. Najee Harris in the fourth to me. I think he's worth well more than a fourth round pick. You don't really have a need at running back if you're Oakland obviously you might have a potential uh, rookie of the year on your hands but it never hurts to be prepared Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara can attest to that
1: I'll tell you what I yeah and that's a good comparison I think you got to call these guys monster jam for monster trucks I think that would make a lot of sense you know I'm a fan I think a lot of power but, you know, they, there's some speed and there's some, you know, agility to both of those players. They're yeah, going to wear you down. If Monster Jam. If you have
0: both those guys running at you, oh boy.
1: Yeah. I I think they should consider Monster Jam if they pair up in Oakland or Las Vegas. Dang it. We'll tweet out.
0: We'll make sure they see gosh,
1: it. Gosh dang it. I'm going to do that now forever. Just like the Chargers, it's going to be like, oh, the Oakland, Ra- Las Vegas Raiders, it's going to be yeah, like that gonna dang happen. hiccup. It happened to me earlier already. Oh, man, that's going to be, that's going to be rough. We're going to be doing it throughout that live stream, I swear, when we get to it in freaking yep. April, so. Yep. All right, and then, wow, I just realized, like, there are a lot of Senior Bowl guys on my, on my, um.
0: Bias. Implicit bias. Look,
1: listen, this is how Gruden does it, okay? Implicit bias. That's how Gruden does it. He loves it. Finish
0: his out round four, you cracker. Yeah,
1: head. all right. Finish out round four here. Robert Hunt from Louisiana. <laughs> Powerful O-lineman. I think this O-line's already great. Um, obviously, Gabe Jackson. Colton Miller's coming along. They signed Trent Brown. Rodney Hudson's still one of the best centers in the, in the entire league. But, again, one of the guard spots opened a little bit. Robert yep. Hunt comes in round four. Plug him in. Um He's played tackle, but I think he's better suited for guard just, just based on footwork that I've seen from him. But again, the power's there. And again, another senior bowl guy, another guy that's going to be um, a great study down in Mobile. So we'll be watching him, but I, we'll see. I don't know. Round four for him may seem correct now, but it may not be uh, come draft time. So
0: Fairly understandable there. Well, we've got Two picks technically here left, Two picks one left. each before
1: yeah.
0: we wrap up some questions real quick. Your boys got to get back to uh, the professional lifestyle, which is unfortunate. But yeah. I'll finish this off. Well, I'll finish mine off with round seven. Kayvon yes. Wallace, Clemson safety. If he's actually here in round 7, there's no problem jumping on him with that. A lot of people are really high on him, but because of smaller stature and a little bit of deep downfield coverage struggle, some have their doubts, including me, which I think is why he's here in the 7th. But it, it, it doesn't hurt to take a guy with a high upside.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, it'll be interesting what they do with him if they do draft him because obviously you got Abram coming back. Yeah. Um, We'll see. I mean, again, if, if he can... Again, teams are going to probably move him all around in Mobile, see if he can cover. Uh, if he can, maybe you turn him into a big slot type of guy. Right. We'll see. I haven't done a lot of Wallace tape yet, but like I said, I'm hopefully going to be done with a lot of seniors by the new year before all the, all the uh, all-star the All games get a, uh, afoot. But, yeah, Kayvon Wallace would be an intriguing fit there as somebody, like I said, big slot, maybe another safety to have in that, in that room, and another senior bowl guy once again. He's on my list. Once again. And... I get to finish this out with a, yet another senior bowl guy. I'm a fan. Um, so, round seven, uh, Nate addressed um, some pass rushing issues with the Raiders in round one. I'm going to do it in round seven. That seems yeah, that seems equivalent, yeah? Okay. So, uh, I went Jason Strobridge from North Carolina here. Interesting fact, Nate. This guy played uh, defensive end, was 245 uh, when Whoa. he came to North Carolina. He is now, I believe, 285. Oh, um, boy. and now plays the interior for for UNC. Shout out um, the trainer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of pass rushing upside with this guy, obviously, since he you know used to play end. So yeah. another guy who can get after the quarterback a little bit. Um, I know run de- has a run defender. It'll be interesting because you know again he's not as big, so kind of handling double teams may not be um, you know one of his strong suits. But again, again the guy to come in be a pass rusher on on later downs and, and let him go to work and, and play to his strengths.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, we should move on to our questions. That's I think, rebuilding I think the right. Raiders.
1: Yeah, let us know uh the Vegas the, Raiders. Yeah, the Las Vegas Raiders, let us know uh, on Twitter um what you thought about this rebuild. Let us know in iTunes as well, comments if you listen there, which I didn't know this was on iTunes. Nate, not going to I lie. didn't
0: either, but I'm glad it so, is. So,
1: it is on iTunes. Um yeah, or Spreaker, or wherever you want to comment, let us know how the Raiders uh, did here, how we did. Which one do you prefer? Mine. No, I'm just kidding. <gasps> oh, no. Probably probably Raiders fans will be like, yep, I want Henry Ruggs and Nate wins. That's probably what's going to happen. Case like I said, point. I want to I wanna mix it up. But yeah, all right, let's get to the questions. What do we got, Nate?
0: Uh, well, your first question here came in to you, I do believe I saw this thread. Would you rather have Jacob Eason... Or Jordan Love? And I think I know the answer to this question very quickly.
1: Yeah, I think so. John Vogel, big friend um, of the pod here, um, has his own draft website. He's going to be down in Mobile. Can't wait to see him down there. But, yeah, Eason or Love? For me, it's Jordan Love. Um, we have a little special episode coming out this week. may come out the same day as as this one. We'll see. But, yeah, talking about QB Big Boards, I got Love. Yeah, I got Love, too. So, Pretty and easy one. A
0: plethora of other people.
1: Yeah. Also, Jacob Jacobyson's just—I don't know—I struggle with him. Oh, don't uh, spoil it. Don't spoil it. I'm not. I'm not gonna spoil it. We talked uh, for about 15 minutes on the QBs. The All bonus
0: right. episode. Anyway. Yes. What else? All you right. Got? Second question for you here. This one made me laugh. This, this is, is good. This is from somebody who is the wife of. My color commentator at the hockey team I do broadcasting okay. for and also Okay works at the radio station at Team Stannis at T Stannis, not related to the Game of Thrones thing from what I oh. understand, which Real is unfortunate.
1: Shame. Real shame.
0: How do you steal back your husband's attention from fantasy football? Can I answer this? Yeah, go ahead.
1: Why don't you You can't. It's over. It's done.
0: Wait until the season's over.
1: That's the only way you can do it. And I'm like very I sorry said, there's for your loss.
0: Have a funeral. Eat some ice cream, mourn, wear black for a couple days, he'll be back
1: after a while. Fantasy football is an addiction, and like it is. we are gonna be talking about it in like thirty years as people are like way too addicted to it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean again, from about July to December, you're out of luck because yeah. it's just engrosses you know football enthusiasts like and no then a other. lot
0: of other fantasy seasons start like baseball
1: yeah that's which true. if you're into fantasy that you baseball. have an
0: addiction because i cannot do it
1: it's so hard to do there's too it's much daily switching it's daily it sucks oh man yeah you have to keep a. no offense to anyone that plays. jeez no it's no offense <laughs> like you are you are much more committed than i am if you play fantasy baseball all right yeah anyway true.
0: A good buddy of mine, Alan Schmidt, asking okay. – he doesn't have Twitter, but he Facebook messaged me this. Okay. Uh, your favorite road trip snack, you have to get it from a gas station. It can't be like we're going to stop at the Chick-fil-A. All
1: right. So we could talk about this because we went to um, Panama City. Uh, wow, it's been a long time since be have been That forever ago now. Yeah. Wow. Two years. Almost two years Three now. um I don't um, know. Jeez. But we went to uh, the pilot. We were about two hours in. We started driving at midnight. We got to <laughs> the PCB at like 3.15 uh, p.m. Um, we went to the pilot and we got, you know, coffee. Yeah. And ice we coffee. got, yeah, we got Some iced coffee and we got, coffee. right. And we got Krispy Kreme donuts.
0: <laughs>
1: and at, I'm not going to lie. I think that's the best one for 2 a.m. Yeah, definitely. Um, Is Krispy Kreme donuts. Now, if you're doing like if you're going for like a the day, like morning to like night driving, I think there's a plethora of snacks you could choose from. And we could totally make a whole segment out of this making big boards of snacks. I think we should. We should do this. If someone asks us to make a big board of snacks, we'll do it. Absolutely. If you're listening, ask
0: us to do it this Friday. I will do it. Yeah.
1: Right now, we're, like, in that mode where, like, there's nothing going on as far as, like, the draft or, like, college football. Right. So if we wanted a Friday episode of, like, all questions, we could do that, and it would be fun. Well, Um,
0: oh, my – I would agree. The donuts are great. Um I love coffee so you can't go wrong with coffee but yeah. I think my favorite like road trip snack is probably like uh, either some uh, sweet tarts like the hard candy sweet tarts okay or Flamin' Hot Cheetos with yeah, nacho
1: cheese okay if you I can know do that. I know yeah I know you are big on the Flamin' Hot Cheetos I'm big on those honey barbecue those Frito honey barbecue yeah, twists solid. oh my gosh those are so good like but I for can... our
0: trip to Mobile, it's gonna be the hand pies. I don't know who they're from, but they're in New Orleans. Oh
1: yeah, they're so good. I'm gonna buy yeah. 15 of them. Wait, didn't we get them? Was it on yeah. the way back before mm-hmm. we on took the way off? Back. Right. Yeah. We got them. Yeah. Okay. As soon as we we land in New Orleans, we hopefully I'm finding where they're at, buying them. They're so good. So we good. might
0: even have to like, depending on when we get there, we might have to delay and find a restaurant.
1: We might. We might I, do it. I mean, I think so
0: i'm down
1: like i said i think yeah i i would definitely love to get to a restaurant in new orleans have some gumbo or jambalaya or a shrimp po boy or something because
0: oh it's very good yeah it's
1: so good edward run um <laughs> go tigers yeah <laughs> but yeah i think honey barbecue twists what else i don't know i feel like that's like my go-to that is pretty much at the go-to, all TVH. times
0: Cheez-Its are a good one. Goldfish is another good one.
1: Goldfish is the right answer. Yeah. Chips Ahoy, Chips Ahoy are good. I'm oh, a fan. Man. I used well, to, do, I used to do that with the like. We had track and field meets in middle school. We get this big, that big carton of goldfish, and that right. would last the entire day. Yeah, no doubt. Goldfish, great one.
0: You want to sign us off here? Yeah, I'm gonna go eat something because so,
1: I'm freaking starving. Nate's gonna go eat. Um, since we're recording Monday afternoon, um late lunch i guess uh but yeah thanks yeah, for yeah. listening uh to another episode of the nfl mox podcast uh nate and i is always coming to you uh at odd times during the week great times hopefully we'll get on the tuesday friday <laughs> sketch as much as we can going forward but make sure you follow uh nfl mox at nfl mox on twitter um we are on spreaker and on itunes you can listen to this uh in both spots and also yeah, yeah. if you want to on NFLMox.com. Uh, yeah, yeah. There will be an embedded uh, podcast there as well if you embedded. like to do that. And we get to kind of describe what we're talking about uh, in word form. Word so if form. you like that too. So, like I said, follow NFL mocks throughout draft season. going to be a great time. Like I said, uh, follow, follow Nate, Nate JW Sports. Follow me at Jake NFL Draft. Potentially draft. changing the username in the future. So Potentially pay attention. changing
0: the username in the future.
1: So, yes, and there's there's Nate. So, yes, I hope you enjoy this episode, and we will catch you guys in the next one. In the next one. See ya.